This is Realty Talk with Ellie and Galen. Oh, we're live. There we go. Okay. Welcome, everybody. Episode uh, 58 of Realty Talk um, with... Jordy. And Galen. Um, so, we were just trying to figure out um, the SD card wasn't reading for some reason, but now we're live. We're doing good. Um, Jordy's with me today, and we, th- we thought it'd be fun. We're going to kind of... I don't, have you been on since we've only done one I think since so you haven't been on since quarantine no nope. so the realty talk crew does like the crowd doesn't know what the heck's going on in Jordan's life Jordy just give us a quick like 30 second not, not even 20 second what are you doing now and the future well right now I'm looking for a full-time job which given the recent pandemic is hard um, and also getting ready for my brother's graduation party. So that's been busy. I have to go home and make cupcakes today. And what were you doing prior? Oh, finishing college. Yes, I did that over quarantine. And you, and you graduated, right? Yes. Did you get your official uh, uh, diploma? Yeah, diploma? I did. Right? It came in the mail last week, and I was like, what am I going to do with this thing? Um, you know where mine is? In a drawer. Uh, I think in a closet. It's been there for about 10 years. Um, I don't even know if I've really actually seen it. I think I, I think I actually got it and just put it back in the folder and put it in the closet. That's what I did. Yeah, so I, I, I probably looked at my diploma once. I graduated, what, uh, nine years ago? I probably have only seen it once. I, I don't even know what I got my degree in. Like, I don't even know what it says on there. It doesn't have your major. It just says, like, Bachelor of Science or Bachelor of Is that all it says? Science. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Expensive piece of paper. Um, okay, so that's good, Jordy. Um, what did I do today? I went golfing this morning. I don't go golfing enough or a lot like I used to, so I'm not good. I used to be okay. I'm really bad now. Um, but I played with a couple of buddies, and I'm a little sore and stiff right now. Um, so that makes me also realize I can't swing like I did when I was 20 years old because now I'm not as loose and, and uh, limber as I once was. So I'm a little sore right now, Jordy. And Jordy came in and said I look like a college frat kid because I have, I still have like my golf clothes on and I have a backwards hat and wearing sandals. But it's like 90 degrees today. Humid. The, the good thing about today, I'm going to see you. I saw Nicolette. I saw Nicole. I saw Courtney. And I'm going to see Aaron Benner. That's all the people I'm going to see today, which is great. I love days where I can just like, some days where I can just sit in the office and don't have to travel around because mm-hmm. I've been traveling a lot lately driving around a lot of appointments but today is like an in office i try to have if i can one day a week is really nice to have just a full in office day where i don't really leave because i get a lot of work done and i have to just stress about i got to leave for an appointment here or there i have to leave for aaron's appointment but it's walking upstairs so it's okay Mm -hmm. i can manage um so i think that's it jordy what was our our topic today because we don't really have a topic but you were going to just rattle off some like random questions to me can you think yes. of just stuff off the cuff top of your head um that you want to ask um pick my brain on like make it fun like i don't want to do like this is not gonna be this will be a kind of a silly episode so real estate related though yes well it's realty talk dirty <laughs> we're going to talk real estate talk realty okay so give me uh what was your question you had one question yes i said what is the weirdest thing you've ever seen in a home so I used to take a lot of pictures and stuff. Um, if you go on my Instagram, there's a lot of stuff. I, I started like a series of like crazy things in other people's homes. I love that. I yes, that. it is 
by far, far and away, my best series. Um, I haven't posted much. Two reasons I haven't posted much on it. Um, one is I haven't really seen a lot of weird stuff. I would say that's probably the number one reason why I haven't really posted much because it has to be really weird for me to think it's weird. Because some people are like, oh, did you see that? I'm like, yeah, I've seen that before. I've seen something. Um, I'm trying to think of some good ones that I would have posted. There was a couple times I saw like double sinks and not like a his and her sink. Like two sinks that weren't matching that were like an old sink and a new sink that both worked. But they... It's like they redid the bathroom, but just kept the old sink and put in a new vanity. That's weird. It's weird. Saw that. Um, I've seen a lot of dummies, like mannequins and dummies. A couple times where it makes you jump Creepy. because you're like, one time I remember I, go, I went around a corner. There was a dummy. It's on my Instagram. Scroll back. There's a dummy sitting there. He's The dummy is holding a basket of clothes, and it looks like a person sitting in a chair. So when you're going into a house that you think is vacant, you come around the corner and there's like a full-grown mannequin, human, doll, whatever sitting there. That's kind of a – that's always been like an eye-opener, you know, kind of makes you jump a little bit. Um, animals, seen animals. Um, saw a skunk in a sump pump once, a dead skunk. So that was smelled great, um, as you would imagine. Uh, let me see. What else do we have? We have some just weird like people home project kind of stuff, like kind of like handyman, like – Trying to solve a problem, but doing it not probably the way I would do it, just not good. <laughs> so there's some where I've seen people like a stick of wood holding stuff up. I've seen people cut like one guy sometimes cut um, cabinets or the countertops, and there was a huge gap and it didn't match up. And it was just one of those like it wasn't even close. It was like they just put two things to two sections of cabinetry or, or uh, countertops together and there's this big gap down the middle and it was longer than the other side and there was a like hole and it was like you would think if they're trying to put and this was a house that had been like somewhat remodeled and that's what they had for the the countertops so i'm like it's just it didn't seem weird especially when you're trying to <laughs> you know trying to like make your house look good you see that and it looks kind of goofy i've been in like homes that feel like they're going to tear apart been in homes with the ceilings falling down um been in homes full of mold i've been in homes Funny things. Um, there was one house, and actually, I sold it to a client. So if they ever listen to this, they'll laugh. The people had wallpaper on the bottom, kind of, kind of think of like Wayne's coating. You know, Wayne's coating goes about halfway up the wall. Mm-hmm. So they basically had wallpaper down the bottom half of the wall. The top half of the wall was sheetrock and was just white. And then they had frames. The frames down the hallway were up. <laughs> was of the wallpaper. So they took the wallpaper, like extra wallpaper, mm-hmm. and put a frame on it. And had it like down the wall as decoration. So you had the, so you had it, again. This is my Instagram. You can go look. This is all true stuff. I took photos of. If you go down, there's a um, yeah wallpaper goes up probably a third of the way up the wall, and then you have the second two thirds is sheetrock, and about midway up the sheetrock part is frames of the wallpaper that's below it on the wall. That's so weird. So that was weird. Is there picture? Was there pictures in it? No, no, no. It was the wallpaper. It's all it is, Jordy. Like, just wallpaper. Oh. They literally took, like, extra wallpaper, cut it to the frame size, framed it, and then hung that on the wall. That's... It'd be like taking... You see the trim up here, that awful trim? Yeah. Imagine that being wallpaper all down the bottom half, and then framing that same wallpaper and putting, like, picture frames up with just that wallpaper in the picture frame. Nothing else. Oh. They just frame, like, sections of wallpaper. Very strange. Makes sense. Yeah, so it's cool decor style, I guess. Um, hmm. I know there's a ton more, but those were some of the good ones. Um, but yeah, flip through. Flip through my Instagram. There's some really good ones. I've seen 
This one person made a really big, tall, like origami um, crane thing one time. There's probably I don't know hundreds of little origami cranes, and they made it was actually really cool. But it had it was like from ceiling to it was like a Christmas tree. It was like ceiling to the ceiling or ground the ceiling. Um, it was probably eight feet tall. It was, it was a really large structure, but it was really cool. So it was like very artistic. Um, yeah, so that'd be the craziest kind of weird things that I've seen. Um, and then the people. I've met a lot of uh, interesting people. <laughs> um, from, I mean, just showings. Not like my clients, but like mm-hmm. going into houses and having people there. Um, yeah, that must be weird. It, it can be weird. Especially when you're dealing with tenants. Um, some tenants are strange. Um, so it's Yeah, it's just, uh, you know, people beat to their own drum. And I've seen kind of a whole variety of different things. So it keeps, I'm trying to think of like tenant stories. I mean, tenants are all kind of different. I walked into somebody the other day. They weren't told that they uh, had a showing. And I, I like not. Of course, as I open the door, if I hear someone's voice, they're like, oh, hello. And then I obviously wait. I'm like, hey, we're here for the showing. You know, just like, did you know there's a showing? She goes, no, I, I didn't. She goes, let me put pants on. So <laughs> I get a lot of those people that, you know, they're a um, couple, couple kids, you know, you'll, you'll, same thing. Let me put clothes on because they're in the dorm or uh, apartment room or whatever. So. Have some of those. Um, every once in a while you walk in and there might be a male and a female walking out of the bedroom as you go into it. So let your mind wander there. Um, there I've seen some, um, we'll say, illegal, legal plant growth happening in certain spots of certain houses. Um, some of them very well done, I must say. But they have quite the botanical uh, green thumb um you know spirit in them and then there's a few places that you walk into and you smell said um plants said odors odors in some rooms um so that's always a fun time so i mean there's there's yeah you see a lot of stuff because at the end of the day when you're dealing with tenants too they don't care there's not their house that's being sold so it's usually those are always kind of you're you're in for a wild a wild treat um animals um Cats and dogs, definitely, um, you know, fishes, snakes, reptiles, but none of them, none of them are really running around. I think there was a ferret one time oh, that was running around. It was an apartment. Um, I don't think there was anything crazy. No, like, pigs or anything or no domesticated pigs. Uh, no domesticated. I think you can... Do people have monkeys? I don't know. Probably not, like, in this, maybe, like, crazy people. Yeah. But no, like, Tiger King people, but it just... So, yeah, you see animals. Um, hmm. I don't know. Any other question, Jordy, that we have? Yes. So I know sometimes, you know, when um, it, you have the sellers and you're trying to sell their house and there might be something awkward that you have to bring up that you think they should do that would help them sell their house. Yep. So what? What's the worst thing that I've had to tell somebody yeah. selling their house that they have to fix? Typically, the number of major things, and if we're kind of going like... I don't know if I'd say really funny, but just like stuff that you'd have to say. It's like, oh, I don't really want to say it. Yeah. Um, usually the biggest ones is it's very cluttered, which most of the time they agree with you on that. I mean, it's hard not to see. Um, I tell people it's dirty. You can, I mean, you can walk into homes and it's dirty. It just feels grungy. Like it doesn't feel like, you know, when you go in a house and it feels clean, it smells mm-hmm. clean, it looks clean. You don't, you, I have no problem putting my, you know, binder down on a table and, yeah. or putting my like cell phone down or sitting down in a chair and not feeling like I'm going to stick. 
You walk in like, there's times where you walk in just like, it's really dirty in here. You guys should have it professionally cleaned. And I've gotten to the point now where I will say these things because I don't want to waste time. Because mm-hmm. if I'm going in to list a property, it's an investment on both of our times to make that happen. So for me to go in and not tell you the truth is doing a disservice to you because you need to know the truth because I'm not, I don't want to beat around the bush to make you feel better. And all of a sudden, cause the truth's going to come out. So buyers are going to go in and be like, place is a dump or it smells or whatever. Mm-hmm. If I don't tell that to someone from the start, then that would be, you know, then they're like, well, why didn't you tell us that when we listed? So you, you can, at the end of the day, if they don't like hearing it, that's on them. You know what I mean? Right. Cause they got to be told, I mean, they have to be told the truth. So, um, decluttering, decluttering uh, moving stuff out that's one just even just organizing stuff too if you have a bunch of crap just laying around just like organizing it and putting it in storage or whatever um cleaning number that's another big one um if there's pet smells if there's sometimes just smells like pets cigarette smell um body odor smells like that's Mm -hmm. one that's always a fun you usually don't say it's that but you say kind of has a smell in here and most of the time they realize that you know Smoke pets are kind of the big two. Um, I've had sometimes, you know, where it just smells from just like lack of hygiene, which is, um, you know, depending. And that could be tenants too, you know. Um, but you, you tell them that. Um, and there's things too if things are broken. Like, guys, you should check this out. You should fix mm-hmm. that. You should look at this. I think I think the biggest awkward one is just saying it smells and it's dirty. Because then you're kind of saying that they live in a place that smells or is dirty. Yeah. Which... And this is a very, very small amount, but it happens. And then, and some people are like, yeah, it's because of this reason or, but there's a lot of times, you know, they smoke, they obviously know they smoke and they know mm-hmm. that's, uh, you know, not, uh, that's a, that can be a big turnoff for people. Pets can be a turnoff for people. Um, I'm very, I'm allergic to most dogs and cats that I get, you know, as soon as I walk in the door, I know they have pets, you know, it just hits me really quick. Um, so that's always kind of a detriment and, and. Um, because again, people want to go into a house that smells and looks and feels clean. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's they want a blank slate. Whether they could be bringing their big, you know, dogs in, or they could be smokers or whatever, but they don't want to have that in there when they first walk in. Right. Like they want a clean, clean slate. So those are probably the most awkward. Have people ever gotten mad? No, I. I don't, I'm trying to think of has anybody gotten mad at like listing appointments. Typically, when you tell them the price is probably the only reason they would get mad. Most of most everything else is fine. Um, price, when you start talking price or um, commission, those are like the only two times that someone will really say anything to you. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, they, they just tour you around the house and they ask questions and you ask them questions. And there's not really anything that they'd be upset with you at. They'd be upset if you said, hey, I think the price is going to be X. Now... It's been a couple of years since I've had those conversations because most people now, they're selling for where they're comfortable because the market's high mm-hmm. for a seller. Um, years ago, that wasn't the case. But like, I want 170. I'm like, well, it's worth 140 or 150. And then they'll argue with you. And I'm like, well, listen, I'm using the same comp- comparable home sales that an appraiser is going to use. There's no way they're going to even come close to comping it out at 170. If the max thing that's even close to your house is 150. And that happens all the time. I mean, back, not now, but I mean, back, five, 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so they might kind of think that you're wrong. And it's like, well, you guys can set, you guys pick the price. You can pick, mm-hmm. you can ask whatever you want. I'm just letting you know, you're not going to sell it at that price. It's just going to sit in the market and you're going to chase the market down and end up selling less than what you would have if you listed originally. Um, usually those people I tell not to sell. Like I've told plenty of people back then, like don't sell. You can't sell in this current market for what you want. It's unrealistic. Um, commission sometimes too, they don't want to pay a commission, which I'm sure we can, we can have a whole nother 
this that'd be a good one actually i'm going to mark that down maybe we'll talk next week about commission and how all that works um but i've had people that you know complain about paying commission and um you know i don't want to pay six percent commission or whatever i'm like well they think I get 6% commission. Like, I wish I got 6% commission. Mm-hmm. That'd be a great payday every every time I sold a home. But um, that's not the case. We don't, I don't make 6% of what you sell the house for. So there's people that um, have, you know, complain on that a little. Um, that's pretty much it. The only really backlash you would get. Most most times it's pretty pretty civil. What's the rudest thing anyone's ever said to you? Like, like even when you make your phone calls or <laughs> in person? Oh, um, oh, God, yeah. I mean... There's one um, gentleman who I told him the price, and he didn't like the price, and I think he said something to the point like basically like you're crazy. <laughs> I'm, I'm not crazy. I mean I know that's where where he was gonna sell, um, but he was a little upset. Um, luckily his wife was a little more like level headed. Um, needless to say, I did not get the listing. I actually they haven't sold. They, their house has never come up on the market. Oh. Um, I honestly just, it was a nice, it's a nice house too. It's like, it'd be a good like listing to get. Um, but I'm also one too of the client. I don't want to work with a client that like honestly sucks, you know, just a person that's not nice or, mm-hmm. or an unrealistic person cause wasting my time. Or I don't want to all of a sudden, like if they can't agree with me on that stuff, all of a sudden we actually go down through the process of closing and stuff kind of potentially could come up in the closing process between banks and lenders and attorneys how are they going to react in a situation like that? It's kind of like eh, writing on the wall. I'm, this is probably one I'll let another agent deal with because I just don't want to deal with mm-hmm. um, clients like that. Um, on the phone, oh, 100%. I've had people just hang up the phone. People yell at me. People swear at me. People cut me off. One lady the other day, it was a great one. Great <laughs> one. So I'm calling this lady. And I, I will call you if you – I don't cold call anybody. I don't just pick the phone up and call somebody. I only call you if you've – like requested something through us if you called you know you've filled out um maybe something on our website or you Mm -hmm. filled out something say on like a zillow or realtor.com that gets forwarded to us that you're asking about information on a house then i will contact you and i will contact you until i make contact with you like you know like i'm you're reaching out to me and the reason is i don't call people because i want to annoy them I realize that people are busy in life, so I'm like, I get it. If I call you and you don't call me back, I'll wait a few days, check back in, wait a few days, check back in, knowing that you're probably busy and it just keeps mm-hmm. slipping your mind, which that happens to a lot of people. And, and honestly, at the end of the day, for me to make a, a couple calls a week, two, two to three calls a week max, um, or even just one or two calls a week or one call a month is not going out of my way, so I'll just do it because the payoff is, hey, they could do something. Worst case, they say they're not interested. So this one one person reaches out. They want to see this house or whatever. I call them up, leave a message, nothing. Call them up, leave a message, nothing. So I, I probably called like five times, maybe six times over a month to reach out. So finally the person picked up and I said, oh, hey, is so-and-so. Um, and she goes, <laughs> she goes, Galen? <laughs> I go, yeah. She goes, stop calling me. And I go, and I couldn't even get a word in because she was just cutting me off. I already have an agent. I was told I didn't have to talk to you, blah, blah, blah. And then she hung up on me. And I'm sitting there in my head. I'm like, if I called you once or twice, all you had to do was just call me back or text me and just say, hey, sorry, it was a mix-up. I'm already working with another agent. I appreciate calling out, but I'm, I'm all set. Okay, have a great day. Mm-hmm. Instead, it was like this like 
how am I supposed to read your mind? I don't know. You requested something from us that said you wanted to look at a house and that you wanted us to show you a house. Like, I'm just following up with the information you gave me based on the limited amount of knowledge I had on your situation. And first thing I do with any client that I talk to or any pricey client, lead or whatever on the phone, is are you working with another agent? Because if they are, I'm not going to steal client. I've pushed many people back to the agent they're working with. I don't like that. I don't like when people steal clients like, hey, you committed to that person? I am. Perfect. Use them. They're great. They'll find you a home. Even if they're not great, use them. Yeah. I mean, I just, I'm not going to, ne- I've never, I've literally never stole, stolen a client from anybody. Like they, the, if someone says they're working with another agent, I order it. I like, I cross them out, say hey, contact so-and-so or whatever. Could be our office. Could be another office. I, I don't care. I just, I'm not into stealing people's clients. So um, so I would have had the same conversation. Oh, great. You're working with another agent. Totally fine. Hey, good luck. Hope you find something like that. would have been the extent of it. Instead, it was like this nasty, like, which again, I've been doing this for 10 years. It doesn't affect me. It makes for funny stories, but I mean, it, literally I just like made a note, got rid of it and moved to the next one. But it was kind of, it, that was a funny one. That was, that was the recent one that I had, but I, there are a lot of them. You get a lot of them. Cause like it just, people are funnier, you know, they'll, <laughs> I'm not interested. I, I didn't fill it out. Well, okay. Well, you fill out your name, your number, your email, you like, Mm-hmm. You probably did, I just but it's fine. I'm like, okay, you're not, I'll just delete your your file. It's not a big deal. But um, yeah, so that's always those are fun. All right, the last question I have. Okay. Would you, when you're showing people a house, would you rather the house be vacant or have people living there? You mean not not there for the showing, but you're saying they're like they have their stuff in the house. Yeah. I would rather have, yeah, I would rather have people living in the house if I'm showing the house. You mean versus it, va- versus it vacant? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, so the hierarchy on that is best case scenario is you have someone living in the house and it is in really good shape. That is number one. Number two would be vacant and clean. Mm-hmm. Number three would be probably vacant and dirty. And number four, I think, would be people living there and it'd be dirty. Makes and the, sense. the reason I say that is because I want, I want furniture or it could be – actually, I should put in there too – a vacant home that nobody's living in but has furniture in it. That's fine too. The good thing about furniture is it shows you the space. It shows mm-hmm. you how you can use the space instead of a blank room. How do they have their living room set up? Where's, is our couch bigger than that? Can we move this around? Can we, do we like where the dining room is? Do we like where the bed is? Do, like – that stuff allows people to visualize more than just a blank room. Some people are very good with blank spaces. Some people aren't. They have no vision. They have to like see it and be like, okay, I can see how I can put my, like, my stuff in the same position. So if a house is clean and organized and lived in and staged well, that's number one, 100%. Number two, um, like I said, as you go down, like, I would rather have a clean, vacant home. Um, and then I'd rather have a dirty, vacant home because at least people just know they have to clean it. Mm-hmm. The problem is when someone's living there and it's just craps everywhere and there's junk everywhere not only is it dirty but they have all their stuff there and it's just a bad use of the space and that really turns people off because it makes everything seem smaller and cluttered and and just really kind of crappy so so yeah people living there with furniture number two is probably furniture with nobody living there that's all these are clean or um and then vacant clean and then vacant dirty and then people living there dirty is the worst thing you can have which is why it's very hard to sell um, duplexes and rentals because if tenants live there and don't care and it's just kind of disgusting and that's mm-hmm. what you're walking into for a showing, it makes it very hard for someone to like see the silver lining in that and they're like, eh, we're going to probably pass this one off. 
Do you think most people, before they move into an apartment or a house, clean it? Or do you think the seller would do that? When the seller leaves, typically they clean. And I've seen anywhere from... Legally, they have to keep it broom swept, which means you have to like sweep up some stuff. Obviously, it doesn't have to be like scrubbed down, but you can't just have dirt and crap and, and boxes all over the place and just trash. Um, I've seen houses like that. That's how they're sold. Um, but they usually have to be cleaned up, and I've seen other people where they will sit there and like, especially people that have lived there for many years, mm -hmm. uh, that take pride in their home. They will make sure it is you could eat off every surface in that house because they want to make sure that it's left in the next, but they care about their home. So mm -hmm. you usually have two different experiences where someone will spend like a weekend just completely cleaning top to bottom everything, and you have some people that will just pack up and leave, and they still have like, you know, just odds and end debris and garbage lying around the house because they just don't care. How is that allowed? Because you said that it's supposed to be swept up. The problem is, yes. Can you go to can you go to the walkthrough and then go to the closing and complain that there's some little bit of debris that it's going to take you maybe a half hour to sweep up some stuff? Not a big deal. Um, I've gone to, I've gone to walkthroughs where you like go into the house and the seller just conveniently left a massive desk upstairs or <laughs> a huge three hundred pound old Zenith TV down in the basement because they mm. thought that someone would want this big screen TV that is as wide as it is um, deep or deep as it is wide. Oh, yeah. So I've had, I had that happen last year, I think, or two years ago. Um, I think last year. Yeah, it was last year. And my people moved in. The seller left this massive TV in the basement, left this big desk up in the, the uh, um, bedroom, left a bunch of old carpeting. Like all this stuff that the buyer didn't want. So then at closing, we told him about it and the seller refused to take it out. They're like, I'm not touching it. I'm like, it's your stuff. Like, this is your junk. They don't want your old TV, your old desk. Mm -hmm. Like, unless they asked you to leave it there or you asked them, do you want me to leave it there? It should be taken out of the house. So that was kind of a fiasco. I ended up paying um, a guy I know that does garbage to come pick it all up. So that, I mean, that cost me a few hundred bucks to have that. And you paid for that? Yeah, I wasn't going to make the buyer pay for it. It wasn't their fault. You know what I mean? It just it was on the seller. The seller didn't step up. Like That was the seller's responsibility. So to be honest, to me, the seller was – I didn't really care for the seller. You know what I mean? It's just one of those that mm -hmm. like it's your responsibility. Like I, I don't care what you want to do, whether or not you took it out now or before. You at least pay the bill to have someone come right. haul it out and then throw it away um, or, or dump it. So whatever I spent on that should have went to that. I mean, it should have been on the seller because that was their responsibility. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it's just st stuff like that that kind of, you know, I'm not going to make the buyer pay for it because it wasn't their fault. And it's my, my clients, the buyers. The last thing I want to do is pin them with like a $300 garbage bill because after moving into this brand new home. So there's times where you run into stuff like that that you run into like, you know, not good clients on one end or the other. And that one kind of irked me because... Yeah, I mean, between, I don't know, seller, agent, stuff on their side, they should have mm -hmm. taken care of it and they didn't. So sometimes we got to step up to the plate, Jordy. But, um, all right, I, that's that. That was the last question, right? I think that's good. We went, this is actually a relatively long one. How long? You want to guess? 26. Wow, 27, Jordy. Good. Mm -hmm. Look at you. You know your time. Um, office quote, Jordy, we're going to end. Do you know, have any office quote that you want to say? The only one that's coming to mind is when Michael was like, Dwight, you ignorant slut. You f is it that one that you say all the time or is that Ellie? That's Ellie. Okay. Okay, we'll, gi we'll give you that one. I've, we were watching one. Um, we watched a couple lately. Um, 
Man, I'm trying to think of a good one that... <laughs> there was a really good line the other day on one of them. And I'm ticked off that I can't think of it. Because it's always, it's always those lines that you just... They're like under understated lines. Like they say it. And it's such a good line. Mm-hmm. And you kind of miss it. Um, okay. So this one... This was the one where Jan brings in Astrid... Ostrid, whatever, and they called it Astrid. Remember that one? But yeah. so they come in, and she, she walks in and says something about Michael being the dad. Well, she goes, "No, I, I, um, I had a donor um, for the baby." And Kevin goes, <laughs> "He goes, that baby might be mine." She goes, "No, no, it's a very exclusive place." And he goes, "By the IHOP," <laughs> and her face just drops. So. I think that was just such a classic line because Kevin. Um, Kevin's so underrated. Ke- the, there's some great early season lines of Kevin that you just, he says it and you don't, you got to really watch it and pay attention for it. But there's some really funny lines that you're just like, what the heck? And then they had the one they were auctioning off because it was the Bruce Springsteen tickets because mm-hmm. their house got, um, Michael and Holly left the office open and then Kevin goes, I'll do your taxes. <laughs> state and federal <laughs> and then obviously nobody paid for that so um there we go hey guys we're back and ready to butcher your office quotes again so we haven't gotten any better since uh since covid um jordy anything else you want to add no i don't think so that was good cool all right episode 58 of realty talk with jordan jordan jordy and galen we're out <laughs>